Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Got a great show planned tonight. Tonight, we're going to be discussing, are you waiting on another stimulus check? It's going to be open discussion on, about uh, creating and waiting on different opportunities in life. I know when you hear sometimes, people are like, yeah, I want another check and everything, but it's not really <laughs> anything economic related, but it's more so just uh, things that I've observed over the past couple months in regards to how people have been reacting to the different changes in the world. Mm-hmm. And I just want to have like an open dialogue, you know, in there, uh, with everyone in regards to, to the, uh, to the state of being, how things are, you know, people relating to, you know, the economy, life and everything like that. You right, know, right, right. before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ lab and slick three sixteen. What's going on Thursday again. Happy Thursday. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> One more again. One more again. Yeah. One more again. Super exciting time. Um, you know, you know, I start all the shows and everything like that. Um, we're gonna rehash the previous week. Uh, we're still in. <laughs> it's all every Thursday past couple <laughs> months. We're still in the middle of the pandemic. Right. Um, hope everybody's out there being safe, practicing social distancing, washing their hands, and doing all the stuff you're supposed to do. Um, I want to say thanks to uh, first thanks to. My brother DJ Lab for helping us out this weekend with a candid yeah. conversation with the brothers of BMU, and I also want to announce that DJ Lab is also one of the newest members of, of the BMU family. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's and right. That's right. <laughs> he got his shirt and everything. That's right. That's right. What? And, uh, but it's real cool, and everybody that came out uh, sad it was real cool. Again, B, uh, BMU Black Men United, which is an awesome organization, uh, local Atlanta-based organization that I'm part of uh, here in Atlanta. We had a candid conversation at a uh, something to drink on a Metropolitan. It's a it's a smooth. I won't say smoothie, Afrocentric, Afrocentric, health conscious place. Yeah, man, check them out. You know, like I said, that's something to drink on Metropolitan. Man, she had a salmon croissant. You know, you go in a restaurant, you already kind of like, I don't know if I want to eat this, yeah. that, and that. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Me and all the kids, they had already been instructed, right, you know, be right, hungry. Right. And then, you know, all the kids, they get, you know, the lady, she came and gave all the containers, and everybody like, damn, you know, stomach growling. Yeah, yeah. Man, that stuff was delicious. That salmon croissant was Woo! And it was, and it was free. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, it was paid for. They were all, you know, courtesy of oh, being okay, you okay, and okay. everything. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but I tell you, man, it was delicious. Yeah, I'm I forgot about the, to tell you about that one. The croissant was perfectly warm. The salmon so Please check out. Uh, and I never had a fried salmon. Oh, me either, man. I this never was, had this, deep this fried was, salmon. Oh, man. I, I, I sat there and popped that thing. My mom was like a Tic Tac. <laughs> me and the kids were like, man, just talking about it. But, yeah, something to drink on. Uh, Metropolitan, check them out. Real cool. But it was a great discussion we had. The brother, uh, I, I talked on the financial piece uh Brother named Zion, he has an organization called Pass. What is it? Protection, protection of, of uh, searching against searching seizures. Uh-huh. I think that's what it is. And uh, he talked about you know constitutional law. It was real good dialogue and everything like that. And it, it felt you know real good to have brothers in there, sisters too, just in there talking about different things and stuff. And uh, uh, if you ever want to, uh, guys want to find it, I have it. You can go to uh, the Change Live website under the speeches, and I also have it under Mr. Short Dollar tagged as well and i think i tagged uh bmu on it also mm-hmm. uh and everything but it was a great event getting that candid conversation want to thank it you was, everybody it's on your changing lives page too yeah that's what i'm saying it's oh. on there and then i uh i uh i put i tagged it on mr short dollar oh, okay okay uh, also and everything so again just go to the uh it's under the speeches i put them the speeches and everything so you want to put it on your facebook page 
Yeah, I probably need to do that. Yeah, we'll upload to your Facebook page. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So we'll get uploaded to the Facebook page. It was, but it was awesome, man. I, you know, Again, uh, I appreciate everybody that came out, everybody contributed and stuff like that. And we look to do things like that in the future. So, you know, again, just stay posted, be on the lookout for it and everything. Um, next thing I want to know, just kind of let everybody know, I am extending uh, the free advice. Mm. Sun came over, spear hit me. Okay, okay. It's the, the spirit <laughs> so I'm still gonna be giving free advice sessions and everything like that. So if anybody, you know, again, uh, I'm a accounted by profession, also a business consultant. So if you, uh, we've been since April giving out free 10 minute business sessions. Um, I still have, we'll have a rate change. My normal services coming up, but I'm going to offer everybody 10 free minute sessions where you can go book an appointment to if you have a question about you know personal finance, business, entrepreneurship. You can go and book that session. Those links to that are always at the bottom of the videos. You can also go to my company, Majestic Business Services. We can reach us on the web at www.majesticbiz.com. You'll see the link for scheduling an appointment or the scheduling link, and you'll see all the different kind of appointments you can have. And you'll see the one, uh, you'll see the one for the uh, uh, for the free free advice sessions and stuff like that. Again, you know, even if you, with everything that I do, all the business I have, all the links are at the bottom of the YouTube video. So if you go by the YouTube channel and you look at the different videos, all the links from the Facebook, the the websites, all the uh, booking appointments, all links are there. Instagram as well. So everything's there. So, you know, you have, you know, all kind of access, even my phone number at the office. So all that is on there. So just, you have a, a lot of accessibility. So please take advantage of it again. And I don't know when it's going to end, so ride the spirit while you can. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> um, next, schools reopened. It was uh, very interesting to see. Uh, Paulding County. Hey, the school system out here, are they, are they open or over next week? I think they're open oh, next week. week. They're oh, they're doing virtual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Check out Paulding County. <laughs> they they not wow. they not virtual. <laughs> nah, they ain't virtual. They're virtual. No, no. I, I was just really shocked. And I guess me being ignorant, I just – Assume that all schools in Metro Atlanta mm-hmm. were just doing virtual, mm-hmm. just because the volume of people in trafficking. You know, I went, and, and, and you know, you go in some places in Georgia. People forget, you know, me being a native Atlanta, but my family from all over the state. Um, people get Atlanta sometimes confused. Georgia confused with Atlanta. Oh, okay. Whereas when you go into a lot of the towns in Georgia, you know, you're talking about population not even over five thousand people. That's true. You know, so. It's nothing to see even some of these school systems that cover three counties and you still don't even have a thousand kids mm-hmm. in there. And so I can understand because you really don't have that many people. But I just would have just, I said, out of sheer ignorance, any, all school systems in Metro Atlanta mm-hmm. were just virtual. Nah. And I, I, was, I was just shocked. And to see the kids like that in the hallway, um, I don't like using words like dumb or stupid, you know, you know, leadership, but just very unwise. Irresponsible. Yeah. Irresponsible. Because that's the thing. Because I, I, I really, in my heart, I don't think nobody wants a kid to get sick. Right. Or a kid to get ill. But it's just like me when I coach those kids. You Things you can't control, hey, just let that go. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, we don't need to have that. You know, people like Coach Berg, you want to do this, move to another association? No, uh-huh. if one of those kids get sick, they're not going to look at y'all. Mm-hmm. Coach Berg, why you got him out there? I can have that on my conscience. Your name gonna come up first. Exactly. I mean, and not even worry about even my name. It's just how I'ma feel. Right. So, I, I, I was just surprised.
And you just try to figure the logic of that. There's, there's, it's all political. You know it's all political, right? This pandemic thing has been politicized to the hilt now. It's all political. It's all about trying to get back to looking normal. That's it. That's it. Well, what you, well, what, what you do find out? Cause I got one of my best friends is a truck driver, and me and him was just sitting there talking the other week, and he like he was sharing with me that uh, a lot of trucking companies were laying people off because. Just say some of the major distributors will deliver to the school system. Mm-hmm. Since they don't have virtual no more, they don't need you. And those are major contracts. Right, right. So you, you sit there, and, you, and a lot of things you don't think about that mm-hmm. was happening are not happening. Maybe the day, what Uber put out, they had like a s- so much billion dollar loss. Yeah, yeah, Uber in the lost. Quarter. A, a, a but the, 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 the funny part about it, and it goes back to the show we had about pivoting, mm-hmm. the 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 uh, the the ride share driving part had his major loss, but the food but the part, the takeout, it exploded. The, 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 yeah, and, and that's the thing about it. Just when we talk about pivoting and everything, and uh, it's just gonna go into with tonight's show a lot about when you had these changes in life and stuff like that. How do you react to it? Mm-hmm. You know, you sit and wait on it, or you sit there and you know just say, "Look, I'm gonna you know take control." But um, uh, I just also want to just recommend uh, parents, you know, before we get it started in the show. Go back to the show we did a couple weeks ago and my how to, how to, what was it? How, uh, God, I'm forgetting the name of the show. Um, how to help your kids go to school virtually. Uh, okay. You know, work yeah, with I, your kids yeah. going to school virtually. That was our show about two or three weeks ago. And I gave a whole blueprint on things you need to do uh, with going, uh, having ch- child go to school virtually. And it happened to poke my chest out for a little bit because I've done the little virtual town halls with my my kids, right, teachers, and right, stuff. Right. And when they go through the little step by step, I'm like, well, shit, that's what I had on my show. Yeah. Man, I need to be in a circus with my crystal ball. <laughs> it's my calling. Right, right. But yeah, you know, ch- check out that video in regards. And I think it'll help because even when you talk to your kids, teachers, and administrators, they're going to give you the best thing for your kid to be successful in school with going to school virtually. But that show in particular helps you, helps in terms of the other stuff outside of that prepping before then because they're giving you a checklist of things they need for school i gave you a whole blueprint on how to prepare for that how to do that how to be responsive Mm -hmm. to those certain things and stuff like that so yeah check out the video we did about uh preparing your kids to go to school virtually that was a show we did about two weeks ago parents of yeah i know you've been meeting and going to the different open houses virtually with the schools that video should be a, a good supplement uh to anything that you you know uh that you've learned so far spoke with your kids uh teachers or administrators about with school and it should help you out, you know, with this upcoming school year. Again, it's Change the Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Uh, we're on YouTube, Facebook, IG, IG at Deontay underscore 77. But uh, Change the Lives uh, on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we uh, way over 200 videos, been putting out a lot, doing a lot of good work. Everything's going great. Um, we talk about motivation, personal development, and all uh, family and parenting and everything. And, um, it's been exciting, man, see the interaction that everybody's having, seeing the way the, the channel's been growing. Uh, we're still on Project 4000. Mm. We had 3,300 subscribers and stuff like that. We're going to try to get 4,000 by the end of August. 3,390. 3,390. Yeah. But who's counting? <laughs> who's counting? So I really want you guys, you know, keep pushing it. Uh, also, go to Mr. Short Dollar. That's my other uh, YouTube page. We talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. Uh, Mr. Short Dollar been on a spike you know and everything mm. you know just with the growth i did a video that little one video that still i did kicking. 
man, fourteen thousand views. Fourteen thousand. That ain't nothing paid for. Right. Ain't nothing ordered. Okay. Legitimate. Hey, hey, and I'm talking about what is it? Three hundred comments and questions. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been back and forth interacting with people, and that's probably that video is what I put the least. Effort, effort, no editing. <laughs> you ain't think about it. You was like, I'm gonna do this real quick and go to breakfast. <laughs> no, no lighting, no anything, and everything. But man, it's, it's it's been great, man. So if you got any, uh, you want good information, stay abreast. And I also been getting like weekly and sometimes bi-weekly, uh, financial, economic updates, talking about the stimulus program, uh, the different SBA loans, how everything's affecting the economy being in from the banking, real estate, and everything. So check it out. We got a lot of good information on there. I had a video today. I was talking about uh, five tips you can have to get your uh, business finances in order. Uh, what was the other video I had? I actually did uh, a live stream today. Mm. Also about, uh, God, what was the live stream about? I got so much stuff going on. The live stream today. Ah, the live stream we did today was, and it'd be beneficial. I had two videos I posted. Three. Uh -huh. um, the live stream was about, I gave a whole blueprint what parents need to do to help your child establish credit. Okay. Okay. That was like a 12-minute video. I got right. went through the whole blueprint is, you know, just getting parents be proactive with helping their children establish credit so you alleviate the issue of help having to co-sign mm -hmm. and pay for things in the future. So, again, check that out on, check that out on Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Uh, uh, it's also shared on the uh, – uh, should be shared on the Facebook page too. Okay. Well, I just want you, you know, that, that's a preferred vehicle going on YouTube, checking it out. But again, I gave you uh, the whole blueprint on a live stream I did about how to help your child establish a uh, uh, credit mm -hmm. and everything. So check that out on Mr. Short Dollar. Um, we're going into night show. Like I said, tonight again, we're talking about are you waiting on your stimulus check? And no, we're not talking about, you know, you get another stimulus check. I want to have this open, open discussion in regards to: uh, uh, Are you creating a waiting on you know different opportunities in life? Okay. And um, people, please you know chime in with uh, any questions you got while we're doing this. I want this to be a real interactive show. So if you got any questions or anything like that, make sure you know you you put them out there. And I'm gonna tell you what spurned the idea of, of doing this show. I was in the grocery store about a week ago. Seen two older guys talking. You know they be. You know the older man, they see each other. Hey, boy, give me some money. If I had your money, I'd do this. <laughs> no, but I ain't got no money. ain't got no problems and all that. You know, our old men greet each other. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I heard him say, boy, you waiting on Trump give you no one of them stimulus checks? Yes, sir. You think you're going to give us one? Yes, sir. Uh -huh. I got some plans. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, like, how many people are really, truly waiting on these checks to come? And everything. It's a lot. Wait. Well, and 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 the thing of it is, with just with, with doing it, and you turn around that. I want to have that discussion, like how people have, you know, put their life around revolving on certain things being created, given, or whatever for them life, and without them just taking the reins of certain things. Okay. And. You know, I, you know, you start thinking about certain things that happened since probably the pandemic started. And I thought about uh, the first thing that came to my mind was back when, uh, uh, what was that, end of March? Mm -hmm. And they brought the stimulus checks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all your cousins. 
about to tear down all them damn tax offices. Right. <laughs> Yours they, too. They were going at it. <laughs> woo! Deontay, Deontay. Now what is this? I ain't got my woo. <laughs> but it was it was, it was something to see, and everybody just going just the notion that money coming in, people doing it, and then <laughs> when the checks came in. So you had the checks coming in, then you had another spin where everybody getting another six hundred dollars on mm-hmm. unemployment. Right. And then you seen cause are there people out here that legitimately the money? Absolutely. Right. Well the people out here that got the money and it just was like, okay. Right. <laughs> time to ball till we fall. <laughs> and what you seen was, to be honest with you, even with the people that were unemployed, uh there was no major drop off in lifestyle. Now I will get this big disclaimer. Because I do know there were protests at a couple of um, state unemployment offices in the past week where people were saying they still haven't they even still, got yeah, still, still haven't, haven't received it and all that thing like that. So, again, this is not a slight at anybody. I am very conscious there's people out there that need it and some people that still haven't received it. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case for the vast majority. Right. And um, you seen the lines at the mall where people trying to get Al Jordans. Right. you seen uh, not really a big downturn in the economy. No, because that was that was the purpose of the six hundred dollars was to keep the economy going because they figured if you give you that kind of money, you're gonna spend it and they were exactly right. Yeah. The thing of it is, was it spent wisely? Was it spent for survival or was it spent for shopping? I think a lot of it was spent um like you say, at 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 they normal uh, spending on what they normally would spend it on, maybe a little bit more because they was making a little bit more. But I don't think the lifestyle changed any because if they weren't paying bills when they got when they were working and getting a check they probably still weren't paying bills when they got that six hundred dollars because they were doing exactly the same thing that they had been doing prior to it and that was another kicker absolutely yeah we finna see the rainfall come from that song you ain't have to pay bills and you getting this money come on now (laughs) and now all the landlords will sit here and put eviction eviction notices out well, they really don't want to go there because now they, yeah. how you, you going to evict people and you gonna, you really ain't got tenants to move in. Um, you got a, probably a super backlog at all the county offices to evict people. Um, it's going to be rough, man. Yeah. September's yeah. going to be, September's going to be a month, a month of up. reckoning. Yeah. That's going to be a month of reckoning. When all them bills come due, and all them light bills and gas bills, they say, okay, well, it's been three months. Where you at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be unique to see how things go. You know, when I start thinking about even with like all the stuff coming from the business standpoint, all the idle and PPP loans and people getting this advanced stuff and people doing this kind of stuff and all this money coming in and people just now on, that, on that PPP loan and stuff, I heard on NPR today that the uh, they said they finna start checking for fraud. Starting in the next couple of weeks, they finna start going through looking because they said they feel like they, they said that they had a lot of fraud and they finna start going through checking on all these people that said they got businesses and seeing what's up. They ain't say it like that, but you get what I'm saying. Well, I know they were saying. I got a family member work with SBA. You already said it. Yeah. In the lending department. Yeah. Because the thing of it is you had a pot of money. You had to get the money out. The money was out, so you couldn't go through normal underwriting scrutiny. So we, they're going to ask you, do you have this, that, and that? Were you a business and whatever? People go online and get a tax ID number. 
They got these folks that I hook you up, I get you the money. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it went to your account, not their account. Mm-hmm. You paid them, and you're go- you know you going back saying to them it's just your word against theirs. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, you know we'll see. And that's the thing about it is unfortunately, you know you had all these different things that that have come about and gone in the past couple months. I think once the dust settles, whoo boy, whoo boy, I. It's gonna be rough, and I, um, I, we even having these conversations. The energy that I think people look and took it, okay, man, this money is out there. Go get this money and do this, that, and that. Were you just doing it because somebody gave you the opportunity or just threw it in your face that it was there? Right. Would you have had that same energy to take initiative to go back and do it? You know, go and do it on your own. Mm-hmm. More likely not. Right. You moved because what it was given to you. Right. It was made accessible to you. Not you went and got it or you really looked into mm-hmm. it. I actually, I'm just using this for example. I did a video uh, on Mr. Short Dollar about, you know, if you denied for the SBA PPP loan, you know, certain things they'll need. Mm-hmm. I did another video on the different forms that right, you would need. That you need. And, uh, you know, just to go into that. Do you know I get more questions about um, um, they turned me down. I said, well, just get in contact with them. Mm-hmm. Well, how do I get in contact with them? And you know, just the normal thing of Googling and getting they the number. They send you emails. All, they send you update emails every every but so. That's not the, the, the exactly to the point, but it just go to show, you know. Again, people just want it to fall in their lap. No. <laughs> people want things to just fall into their lap. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the thing about it. If it takes one percent of effort to do it, I don't want to be dealing with it. Right. Even when you start talking about some of the stuff with the loans and stuff like that, even if, just say if you don't need the money, that's one thing. But if you know you need it, just say, okay, we're going to get this to you. Because you, you might have been saying for the past 365 days, we just need a loan. We need capital. We need to do this. We need to do that, right? But now it's available to you. Well, I just want the grant. I don't want to pay them back. Mm-hmm. Well, they're giving it to you. Right. This is what you – and, again, there will be, God forbid, you don't want to go through another pandemic, but there will never be another time where this kind of stuff will be available to you. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of it, especially mm-hmm. you say you normally would need it. But just the whole point, I got paying back stuff. Nobody wants to do that. Right. And uh, a lot of this got to do with, again, because stuff was just dropped into you, and they want to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. We get more calls and uh, questions about, and I understand it. I'm not trying to sit here and say, get a loan where you can get some money for free. I ain't saying that. But people are just looking for what can, they can get. Right. I don't want that. Where are the grants at? Where are the grants? And I think people, when they hear the word grant, they know grant is, they don't look at grants for fun. People look at grants because they don't have to pay them back. Right. And I don't think people understand. I just know this being, you know, member of the 100. When you get those actual high dollar grants, you got to come to the table with so much oh, yeah. stuff that you're, what you're going to do, these whole matrices of how you're going to do it. You got to do all these monthly and quarterly checks with them. I mean, it, it's so... You actually is is able to are you able to get grants to fund it without uh um uh, people checking on you? Yeah, it's possible. But for the most part, you actually have to have this blueprint on what you're gonna do with it and be following through on it. But people, because again, it goes back to you have to be putting in some kind of work or whatever, mm-hmm. this, that, and that. Now it's all turned off. And I was just listening, you know, you listen to people that, you know, it, they live in a reactive state. Okay. And just saying that, hey, you know, 
you know, we gotta wait on this. They gonna they gonna give us another stimulus check, or they gonna get some more PPP funding. Uh, they gonna try to get rid of the unemployment. You know, they ain't get rid of unemployment. If we didn't have COVID nineteen, and you just went on your regular three hundred dollars a month, you know, I know it varies from state to state. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Right, that's just the unemployment. Now rate. because it dropped, that dropped into you. Mm-hmm. Now things ain't fair. Mm-hmm. You know, you know when somebody do something for you, give you something, can you always look at it like that? Right. You know, and everything. And people look at it and say, well, the government got it. They can make it accessible. Yeah, but we really don't know what kind of hole we're digging ourselves in. Right. You know, that's the kind of thing about it. And that $600 was kind of just off the cuff. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? It, if they would have sat down and thought about it, they probably wouldn't have gave that much. They probably wouldn't have gave that much to everybody. They probably would have gave 100 or $200 more, but they just kind of, it was a reaction. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's why I want everybody to make sure you subscribe to Mr. Short Dollar because I just gave an update the other night. You know, they uh, Congress met uh, Monday night. Mm-hmm. And um, Senate goes into recess tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. tomorrow. And they said they won't get nothing done. Exactly. Like PPP ends on Saturday, August 8th. And one of the main sticking points with the unemployment is uh, the Democrats want to keep it at 600. The Republicans want to reduce it to 200. Yeah. <laughs> if they <laughs> want it. But that's it, and I think that's a big sticking point uh, with everything. And again, we're looking but your at president said he gonna override all of them <laughs> and do an executive order and give everybody whatever they want. Now, <laughs> but that's what he, basically what he said because it's an election and, and year. And it's time for a vote. And, and, and it's an election year, and he need to make sure he get reelected. So, put on what they talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He's the man to do it. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. The man to, we've seen time and time again, you know, anything got to do with just normalcy or anything like that or, or political correctness or tradition. He is not he doing it. He ain't got nothing to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> again, this is Change the Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. You're checking us out on YouTube right now. Make sure you like the video. Uh, uh, leave comments. Also, same thing with Facebook and Instagram. Um, I mean, on Instagram, I'm Deontay underscore 77. Still changing live, hosted by Deontay Burton on Facebook. Interact with it, uh, leave feedback, like the videos and everything. We want to make sure we're getting as much uh, traffic and everything pushing through uh, on the videos and everything. And getting a nice show we're talking about. Are you waiting on another stimulus check? You want to have an open discussion in regards to how people care about creating or waiting on different opportunities in life. And, um, Kind of swinging into that, where I was looking at, and I was thinking about how people are, right? And I was just looking at it in terms of, you know, I, I look at, uh, there are two predominant mentalities in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and, th- and that being, I look at it called movers and waiters. Okay. Now, let me give another disclaimer. There's nothing right or wrong about how you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a hard charge. I like doing what I do. My family, for the most part, they ain't like me. You know, I have one or two family members kind of like me. They're like, okay, cool. I want to go work at a Ford plant, get a job at UPS, work there 30 years, call today. Right. Get a job at the post office, like win the win Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I can work there, retire, make good wages. Cool, get my pension. Right. You know me, I, I've been through the ringer where I've tried to do all that. Pass over for promotion after promotion. Bamboozle, Bojangle. <laughs> What they call it? Book broke. Book broke. Yeah. <laughs> Book broke and everything. You name it. I had it done to me and ran me out of just be one to do things for myself. And I say this to say that no matter how I feel about what I personally do for myself, I never, you know, it's all about the media and life is to be happy. 
So if you want to work for somebody or if you want to do your own thing, you know, it's cool as long as you're happy. Right. That's just my philosophy. I know everybody has strong points on either end, you know, because I've had people like, I don't want to work nobody. I want to do my own thing and stuff like that. Okay. You, you cool with them problems that come along with. Right. And I have people like, they say stuff like, I don't want to deal with that. You know, you, you spend all your money. I, I just rather go to work, do that and stuff. It's cool. Right. It's just, you know, again, where can you navigate with the pros and cons of each one? Like mm-hmm. I spoke, you know, on Saturday about it. You can't want the freedom of uh, uh, the freedom of an entrepreneur with the security of having a job. Mm. You got to figure it out. <laughs> you got to figure it out. You can't have both of them. Right. It don't work that way. No, 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 no. <laughs> you had somebody's job telling them what you're going to do or what right. they need what to do. Come oh, in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What time I'll be in? I'll be in about 12. Oh, hell. hell how you feel? How you feel? You feel? Man, come on now. Right, right. That's how that is and stuff like that. You can't be out there on your own. You know, thinking, okay, man, you know about black folks don't want to support you. You know who your family are when they want to buy your kente cloth. Right. <laughs> they want your shea butter. Oh, uh, know, black folks want to support black folks and all right. that stuff. You trying to say this oil that, that has no pleasant aroma whatsoever. <laughs> right. Yeah. It smells good to all yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got your bison oil. Bison fragrance. <laughs> <laughs> Caveman Make perfume. all your joints loose and, yeah. and, and pain go away, right? Man, you rub that stuff on, it got you burning for days. <laughs> it's an old African herb. It's where they were. <laughs> you rise from the Zulu tribe. Exactly. And rub it on your joints. You burning like hell. You like, man, shit. You gotta get the shit. I can't even wash it off. <laughs> your Zulu ointment. Right. And everything. <laughs> Got you missing your hurt knee. <laughs> <laughs> you missing your hurt knee because yeah, it's burning so bad. <laughs> you want, I just wish my knee would hurt. I don't want this burn. <laughs> boy, boy, that's uh, But, you know, we just talked about them two, those two ways, those two mentalities, being the movers and the waiters. You know, you kind of look, just kind of look at both when we talk about with movers, uh, kind of like people that, you know, constantly look for opportunities, don't necessarily wait for things to happen. Um, people that kind of adjust to change. Uh, people that also want control. And we start talking about looking at things like looking for opportunities, not necessarily like uh, one a promotion, but more so like, hey, that's something I can make some money with, or that's mm-hmm. something I can do with. That's a different thing. They look for things that they can advance them, not necessarily financially, but just things that they can actually do. That may and advance them later financially. Exactly. May advance them later financially. do things based on, okay, well, I'm going to do this now to get recognition and see how I do me later on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because so, yeah. what I don't want people confused is a mover can be somebody's entrepreneur or somebody's working with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you know, you, it's just, we're talking about mentalities. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about necessarily, you know, entrepreneurs or people that are, are working or, you know, just being a regular employee. We're just talking about straight mentalities. Because mm-hmm. you have two people that go into a company at the same time. One person goes in with aspirations of being a CEO. Mm-hmm. One person goes in just like, man, I'm going to get my check. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to work. I ain't trying to talk to these folks. I just want to <laughs> get my money. Exactly. You know, it just same, they went in at the same start date, mm-hmm. same time, same same uh, supervisor and everything. But everybody got different agendas. Exactly. You know, some sit here, you know, like, look, well, y'all got, we got to do a, a – uh, uh, we're going to do a, a, an adjustment to people coming in by say the schedule adjustment. Y'all got to work, you know, a different shift and everything. 
You know, some guys were like, man, okay, cool. We'll be there. What time to start? And just move on. You got some folks, man, we finna have us a, a great discussion. <laughs> now, why every time we got to die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, this ain't y'all. They say y'all got to do the shift change. Right, right. Got to do it and everything. You got, you know, people again, well, you know, they want to sit here and say, well, look, man, if I'm going to do this, I, I want to do this because I know I got to pay this money. I know I got to do this. And some folks just like, man, I want to deal with whatever they make for me. I just wait on that and everything. Mm-hmm. We just talk, talk about straight mentality. We, we talk about now those actual movers, and those waiters. And again, with nothing negative about it, they uh kind of wait for stuff to be kind of laid out for them. Mm. Wait for this, that, and that. Let us know what's going on, and sit here and you know whatever you guys come up with, we'll just wait for it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. They don't want to go ask for a raise. They don't want to ask for you know certain things. That, you know whatever just laid out. They feel you should see what they're doing to give them the raise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they, if if they even, you know, just assume, just right. go with it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I went to work every day and stuff like that. And take what happened. They uh, they like they find what status quo. They don't want too much change and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Why they gonna make us do this? Why we gonna do that? Y'all, y'all, you know, when we talk about them break room, mm-hmm. the, uh, uh, um, the break room uh, politicians. Right. Man, these folk here, I'm tired of them and all this, that, and that. Supervisor walk in, boy. Woo-woo. <laughs> How you doing, sir? <laughs> They're not, they're not um, comfortable, not no structure given. Mm-hmm. Everything got to be laid out. Everything got to be laid out in terms of how things are, you know, what's going on and everything like that. They, they're not comfortable with actually devising their own schedule and structuring things themselves. They want everything mm-hmm. to be mapped out. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, we can keep going this dis- disclaimer. And that's wrong with either one. But just we're talking about the, the mentalities with the movers and the waiters. Mm-hmm. And um, what I always want to think about uh, is looking at in terms of uh, what kind of impact can either have on you. Uh, and you had to ask yourself sometimes, you know, how do you feel about if you being a mover or being a waiter, you know? And the first thing, I, you know, well, before I get into that, I'm just <laughs> a new station ID. This is Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. I know I get the reeling. Again, uh, again this is Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Uh, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, the Facebook, and also Instagram, Deontay underscore 77. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, check out Mr. Short Dollar. We talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, uh, business, and real estate investing. Um, tonight's show we're talking about, are you still waiting on another stimulus check? Mm-hmm. I know a lot of folks seem to like, man, I'm posting it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bring it on. But no, it's not about another stimulus check. This is really about having that open dialogue about how do you feel about waiting wait instead so of making it happen you yeah. waiting on it to happen yeah because like i said it, it was spurring from a conversation i heard two older gentlemen about they was just getting hyped yeah trump gonna give us this trump mm-hmm. gonna give us that not even you know because i would say the vast majority of people out here are probably clueless in terms of how everything going from how civil uh civics or anything like that go right. with, with the congress and the different houses and everything like that. People just see politicians. They mm-hmm. make laws, and this is how we live. We, you know, react and, we react and live and go about that. And I just want to have a discussion in terms of how do you feel about people making these decisions for you? For you, right. You know, are you comfortable with it, not comfortable with it? Because you got a lot of people out here that are just anti-government. Mm-hmm. We want to do this, we want to do that. But on the flip side of it is you have people that are anti-government, but they don't really have a clue on how to do certain things. The guy... Um, I get asked questions all the time. Do we need to pay taxes? And people are like, yeah, I don't want to pay taxes. I want to do this, that, and that. 
Well, how are you going to pay for your police force? Right. How are you going to pay for your schools? How are you going to pay for roads and all that kind of stuff be going? It's like, you know, well, we can have our own this, that, and that. And I just, <laughs> that's a whole nother show. Right. Just like, okay, it's, you know, I mean, Wakanda had leadership. <laughs> right. You know, like, damn, you just can't sit here and say, well, we're going to do this and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's called you a bad. You can't have a hodgepodge of roads like like this area and roads are smooth and then you go two two blocks down and ain't no roads a dirt road and that because that'll happen you get what i'm saying so it has to be a a, 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 a constant chemistry or flow of of things you get what i'm saying you got to make sure it all kind of it's not all the same but consistent at least well we we can we can we can actually go back let's be realistic we can actually go back through uh uh, uh ancient history and there's always been structure in place. Mm-hmm. Always. I mean, you even go to, you know, just go back as far as just straight tribal days. Mm-hmm. They still had some kind of structure in terms of how different tribes interacted, mm-hmm. how people travel, how people hunted, you know, borders and everything like that. So there always has been structures. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not living in caves, so you got to have some kind of things in place right. and everything. No matter if, you, you know, if you if it benefits you, don't benefit you, you like it or don't like it, there are just things in place for that people in Iraq, you know, I think it's easy to sit here and look at it when you feel like it's not working for you or you're not taking advantage. So you really don't know how it works to give certain opinions, but and I think that's the case most of the time. You really just don't know how it works. How it works, right. And everything. And uh, you're not really taking uh, in consideration how it, it does impact you in a positive way. You're just looking at how it works on you in a perceived negative way okay you know not saying it doesn't figure in a negative way but a lot of time people look at it you know from a perception standpoint of being negative because you know things just ain't working for them in their life right you know and everything the but again, they want it to work exactly but you know that's another show we have but uh what i want to just sit here now is just have a discussion in regards to what kind of impact either one can have on you being a, a mover or a waiter and the first thing i want to kind of bring up is when we're looking at movers and waiters let me ask you a question real quick why you say movers and waiters. Sure. Do you think the vast majority of people, even though they may, do you think the vast majority of people feel like they are movers? Like they, we, you know what I'm saying? Like they feel like they movers. They may not they may not necessarily be the case, but they feel that way. Like, oh, I'm a mover. I, I do this, I do that, I do this, I do that. But in all, reaction, in all actuality, you're doing it because somebody is giving you the, you get what I'm saying? You're not doing it on your own. You're doing it because you're being told to do it or because, you know, somebody giving you the opportunity to do it. No, I don't think the vast majority of people think that. You really? I think oh. the vast majority of people, I don't think they, I don't think they think they're waiters, because it's, when we talk about waiting, it's kind of like you maybe gets like a, a negative perception. Right. I think the vast majority of people think that uh, they have control of themselves. Okay. But uh, the vast majority of people are not trying to advance. The vast majority of people are just trying to maintain. Okay. I think I think that, you know, we can go back and we have different philosophies on the 1% and all the other kind of stuff like that. But those folks are different. Mm-hmm. Take out these people that have, even, if, let's say we even talk about the people that have inherited. Right. You can inherit something and lose just as fast. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are certain ways, you know, your Bill Gates, your Warren Buffett, your Elon Musk, your Bezos and stuff like that, they're different. Mm-hmm. They're different. They move different. Mm-hmm. We can go into privilege and all that kind of stuff. You look at brother like Robert Smith, a sister like Oprah. Like they're different. Right. They different. They bosses with a capital B. They right. they they move different. Right. And everything like that. They they take 
they take a million dollar risk, billion dollar risk, and got billion dollar banks. Mm-hmm. They take billion dollar risk to lose billions. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. And the vast majority, you know, they uh take five dollar scratch off risk, <laughs> <laughs> and shit ain't going no further. Right, right. They might take a, a hundred dollar casino risk. Right, right. But they ain't finna sit here and bet that bank. Well, hey, I'm gonna lose everything I got mm-hmm. to sit here and do this and all this kind of. Ca- they ain't gonna do that. Yeah. You know what I say? Like those people take those kind of risks and they're rewarded for that. Mm-hmm. You know, we just look at even like say a, a kingpin drug dealer. They actually take the kind of risk that warrants the kind of rewards and spoils that they have. Right. The Joker on the corner, he nickel and diamond, mm-hmm. and he taking nickel and dime risks. Yes, right. Well, unfortunately, the nickel and dime risk and the kingpin risk gonna get you about the same amount. Of time. <laughs> That's another story, another show. <laughs> That's another show. Right. You know, but uh, those kind of things. But no, I, I don't think so. I, I think mentality-wise, people feel like they – I don't think people want to acknowledge the amount of control they have and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I do think uh, that the majority of the people out here just really want to work mm-hmm. and just maintain. be cool, maintain and be cool. Stress, yeah, yeah, exactly. Bill exactly. Paid, we good, we don't need no extra. Exactly. We I just living good life. Yeah, I don't think the I think the vast majority of people in this world want to work. Mm-hmm. They want simple things, this the stuff that's free. Family happy, they got somewhere to stay, they cool. They can eat when they yeah, want. Hey, do what they hey, just just cool. I think that's what the vast majority of people want. Mm-hmm. You know, just straight. Got somewhere to stay, family cool. They can be you got a house, your kids straight. I I think that's what everybody most people won't. Mm-hmm. You know, you got some people just dirty, dirt, hard, greedy, one that takes all that extreme. And you got some folks like, look, man, kuda matata. <laughs> I ain't going to bathe. I ain't going to do nothing. I'm going to live in this treehouse. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm good. I'm get off the grid. I don't need no cell phone. I don't need no TV. I don't need nothing. No internet service. I'm yeah. going to catch my food. Yeah, as long as I can catch me an armadillo or a coyote. <laughs> Shit, I'm good. Right? Yeah. Plant me some, some fruits and vegetables in the in the in the, around the tree. Living life. Both of them. They're both spectrum. So but I do think the vast majority of people there. I I just do they look at it be a mover way to just live. I always felt that most people feel like they movers. You think like, so? I I just feel like that most people think that they are movers, like they making things happen. In reality you standing still. I feel like most people feel that way. That they moving? That they moving. And I think it's more that they are moving, that they running in place. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Hamster wheel. Yes, they running in place. That's a good perception. Because good, it's something if to think on. Anybody, I don't, I don't think if we have a candid conversation with anybody that they're gonna say, "Nah, I'm 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 a waiter," or "No, nah, I just want to be." Most people always think that they movers. To me, like I said, to me, this is my own perception that most people think that they move, like they making things happen. Yeah, well, no, that's all. That's all we do in giving perceptions. Right. Neither one got no facts and everything. Right, right. That's a good number. That's a good observation. And they might think they move, but they running in place. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. And you know, again, I feel I think the way I think, but that's something to think on. Yeah, and everything. And uh, that's a good point, Lab. You because you have I mean? to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Even entrepreneurs run in place sometimes because they get they they hit a wall and they get stagnant as to what they need to do next to make things happen. But they're always 
thinking about what needs to happen next what yeah. can what can happen next when you have when you have a true entrepreneur sure we all hit walls yeah. but we all think about what's next okay what can i do now yeah you know what can i do you know two weeks from now what do i need to do you know to make things and it may not it might not work yeah but they think about it you get what i'm saying all the time and whereas you have people who think they moves they're not thinking about what's next or what they can do to to, to advance the brand or because their mentality is i'm a mover because they feel like they making money or they get money or whatever but in all reaction in all actual like you said earlier a lot of moves you make don't even necessarily contain monetary reward well let's look at it like this how many pictures do you see on social media during tax time where folks got the money like this <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but they all in church in the summer uh. <laughs> <laughs> selling plates uh, yeah, yeah yeah you know fry. selling selling biscuits i right. mean uh, baskets right and all that kind of stuff there right and it must have no damn basket in january <laughs> february <laughs> they flashing it uh, right 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 so they selling fish baskets right uh t-shirts uh whatnots in the damn <laughs> whatnots widgets <laughs> i went my grandma and whatnots <laughs> all the time my grandma had them little trinkets and stuff with the whole whatnots <laughs> and everything but um you can just see that man right like you said that's a good point just feel like okay i'm moving that's a good point brother but you know either way people have to be realistic what they what they can handle or what they can make happen mm -hmm. you know and i think that's what a major part about it was just looking at being a mover and a waiter, a lot of times people don't look at it like, okay, like I said, do you want to, do you want to have that stress and, and, and all that other stuff on your head about what you can do and what you can't do, or if I lose this or lose that? Some folks like, hey, I'm gonna lay it down, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna do it and everything like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give up sleep. I'm gonna give up party, and I'm gonna give up this time. So we're gonna be uncomfortable. I can't take, I can't take my girl out or nothing like that for a month or two. She cool with it. We're gonna buy into this, but we're gonna grind. And look, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Some folks ain't with that. You know, what was the movie? Acrimony? I don't, that I don't movie know. with, uh, you seen that? With, uh, Taraji, with, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. With everything. Uh, uh, that was a, a friend of mine. His son was the actor. Really? With uh, really? the, uh, 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 the younger one. The younger, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the younger inventor, the, okay. the husband. But that's that, that's a buddy of mine. That's his son. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, um, uh, yeah. Shout out, little Antonio. But um, uh, that was very, that was a very big uh thing when you look at it in terms of, you see people, a man that was really he he truly did love his wife, mm -hmm. and he grinded. She sacrificed so much for his dream and everything like that. But you know, to her credit, she had that point like this ain't going nowhere. Right. And when he hit it, he hit it. Right. But you sit there and look at it. That took almost ten to fifteen years to get those billions of dollars. Right. Right. And you know when he got laid out, hey, we finna give you this money. Like no, <laughs> no. <All> right. <laughs> they cut the check. He like no. Right. And she like what the hell? We ain't got nowhere to stay. Uh huh. But he knew it. That was his dream. And I think that is extremely difficult mm -hmm. and i don't necessarily i couldn't even fault her for not wanting to ride mm -hmm. i can't sit there because i don't know too many people would right and everything like that because sometimes you kind of just question certain things you know whatever but that was just a classic example of uh to see what kind of fortitude or commitment or whatever you have because a lot of times we see and get commitment you know confused with foolishness right 
Like, hey, man, look, this ain't really working, man. <laughs> you know, you hear about those, uh, that old fable about the diamonds in the field. Mm-hmm. You know, that one man was digging for, you know, years and just gave up. A guy be out there with a month or two, you know, struck it and found it. Struck you know. <laughs> I don't believe that shit. Hey, the 44 carat. <laughs> yeah. Acrimony was a movie and that stuff was a, a fable. Right, so, you right. Know, <laughs> but a lot of times, but it is a whole thing about people do have to make a certain commitment. Mm-hmm. And people have to be realistic. Are you that type of person? To sit here and, and get those scars mm-hmm. and get those headaches and get that pain of working and feel like a constant failure with doing it. Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough. It's tough, man. You know, I mean, we talk about Gates and Bezos and all those guys and the Apple and how they, I mean, they started in the garage. I mean, Steve Jobs and them said they used to eat noodles there all a lot because they really didn't have no money. And they did that for ten years, like for years. When I when I heard the story about Elon Musk and him and his brother was renting a garage above a garage. a garage room, and they were going to the YMCA to take baths, baths. and they eat noodles during the day and coding all night. And then you sit there and look at what they've been with the restaurants, PayPal, SpaceX, solar panels, Tesla, and everything. And you sit there and look at they had to go from the dungeon. Mm-hmm. To get what they well, it took years. He yeah. said it took him so many years. He said it was like so many days. He got up. He was like, I ain't doing this no more. But it wasn't no overnight deal. It wasn't no two year deal. I think mean, I think he said he was doing that for like 10, 10, 10, 11 years. You know, you're talking about you know affecting marriages, affecting family, and all that kind of stuff to go through that kind of stuff like that. It's extremely difficult because again, you know, most people don't want to sit here and look at. In terms of questioning themselves and questioning certain things that they got to go through to get to a certain spot. And I get it. Right. And I think that's when we start talking about these movers and waiters. Like, you got to be realistic what kind of person you are. And um, another thing to take in consideration is uh, more control doesn't necessarily mean make things happen more. It just means that uh, you can react a little faster. Okay. And that's the thing a lot of times people want, you know, they want more control. And you, that mean okay, I can do this and all this stuff. You just probably, you know, react a little fast, but mm-hmm. that don't mean you can make things happen any right. quicker. Right. And everything. And I think you just gotta kinda internally do that little self check. We talk about that all the time, them self assessment. Yeah, self assessment. You know, and I'm saying, like I said, self assessment are painful. Because mm-hmm. you gotta be realistic, all the shortcomings you bring to the table, things that you aren't doing and everything mm-hmm. like that. You know. You go and we all should sit sometime and reflect. I do it every day. I I do it every day. I ain't gonna even lie. I reflect every day. Every day. It's just because it's just how I'm built. And I always feel like, I always feel like it's gotta be something I'm not doing because things should be moving better or they should be moving faster or or something. It's just, you know how when you sit up and think about stuff and you like, man. I, it's got to be something I, I, I did wrong. Or you think about the stuff that you didn't do that you could have done. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You reflect yeah. on just just life in general. You reflect on where you are now versus where you were and where you probably could have been if you had turned left instead of right. Yeah, and, and you say now one time that you ain't happy. Right. You're just checking yourself. Right, right. That's all right. it is. And people, you, it, it's not of saying, okay, you're not happy. You don't love your life or anything like that, but you just – Put yourself in looking at that man in the mirror. Man, what could I be doing different? What could I right. be doing better? 
What am I tripping on? Now, sometimes I shit my reflection. Sometimes I be unhappy. I be like, damn, this ain't this can't be this can't be. It. I, I, I I get that part, but because if you don't, if you when you reflect, if you don't have any emotions in it, then you're not really reflecting. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? If you it, reflection takes a deep dive understanding of who you are as a person but also has to you have to deep dive through your emotions your feelings your understandings and your knowledge of yourself Absolutely. and if you don't do that you're not going to be a, if you don't understand that that reflection you're not going to be you know you're not going to be emotional you have emotions when you reflect on things that you've done and things that you haven't done or things that you need to do absolutely absolutely and i think that's again we go back to most folks don't want to do that because it's easy to what blame other people and blame circumstances. Right, right. And so that's why I think like that. Now we, we're gonna wait. We're gonna raise hell about what the government and what Trump ain't did or what Obama didn't do. Right. That's why we didn't do that. As opposed to looking at all the vast majority of programs that Obama had in place, mm-hmm. some of the crazy ones Bush had in place. Did you take advantage of it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, look, this president. You know, I remember before I even going to that when Nathan Deal became. Uh, governor, and that's you know different from uh, when we got current governor of Georgia Brian Kemp. When he became Nathan Deal became governor of Georgia, he had a vast expansion of the whole S- SBDC uh, small business development centers in the mm-hmm. state of Georgia. He's real big on small business development, and I'm bringing this up because a lot of people weren't aggressive with taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You know, even now we start looking at these different hub zones and opportunity zones that are out there. Are you sitting there? You know, from a, even from a federal standpoint, there are programs out there now mm-hmm. that you can take advantage of. It's hell, and there's a lot of work to research to it and do it. Yeah, but you can do it. Yeah, there you can do it. They, I mean, you really can do it. Yeah, it, it's just going to be uncomfortable and take time, but you really can do it. Yeah, you it takes get, time. It takes time. Yeah, and it takes I would say more time than it takes money mm-hmm. because I mean there are opportunities out there, but when it comes down to putting that sweat equity in and start sacrificing, then we start making excuses. I'm too old. I'm too busy. They're just trying to keep stuff, and they got it hidden and everything. We talked about that last week mm-hmm. when people say so much, well, this is not what they teach us in school. Or did you ask the question? Right. Did you ask the question? Did you try to pursue it? Mm-hmm. We know what kind of student we were in school. Right. We knew if we were trying to learn more stuff, try to get more stuff, or we went for the bell to ring. <laughs> oh, we wait for that girl to come. Yeah, through. for the bell to ring. Come on now. <laughs> come on now. Come on now. Right, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, they didn't teach us this in school. They taught a lot of stuff in school if you really dug for it. Right. Now again, did they were they actually gonna be trying to be extra motivating, pull you to the side to push you? Mm, probably it not. On, it, it, dep- it really did depend on the student. Well, if they saw potential within you. They probably would, but. But that's human nature. Right. You feel me spend all your damn time with somebody don't want to do a damn right. thing. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But it's just, exactly. It's just period. I know I'm not. Yeah. That's period. Exactly. That's off your summers. It, it, there you go. <laughs> that time off them summers, Pooch. <laughs> Gotta love them summers. Guinness Change Live host by your truth, Deontay Burton. Tonight's show we're discussing. Are you waiting on another stimulus check? We have an open uh, discussion in regards to um, um, you know, are you the type of person that's waiting for opportunities? You're trying to create them, or you waiting for different things to come to you in life? You know, I just want to open dialogue and anything. Is anybody asking any questions or anything like that in any of the chats or anything? No, not on my. No. Anything like that? Anybody come in on? Okay. 
I got you. Um, so I'm gonna give a quick story of, of something, and I think I've talked about this before when I was in high school. And uh, you know, when I graduated high school, and I think you've talked about this, I ain't want no money, and want no money for college. So I actually took the time out. When somebody helped me. Don't get me wrong, because this was during the time where I had no, there was no cell phones back in '85. 86 mm -hmm. no cell phone none of that stuff was going on i actually had to go down to the library go down and look for grants to pay for my college and yeah. i did this and it took me i want to say it took me like three or four months to find the, the, the proper grant get the information get what they needed do all that stuff in order to get the grant you get what i'm saying yeah but it took four months i mean four i had to go down to the library just about every day find it get to get the information Go through. I mean, and these grants, and and there's millions of grants. There's Absolutely. not uh, thousands of grants. There's millions of grants. There's grants for people who want to see how how long your toenails grow. There's grants for people who want to taste the tea all over the world, see what the different teas is like. There's, I mean, there's grants for just about picking your nose. There's grants for everything, and I and I didn't know that until I started looking through them. I mean, there's grants for so it's so many grants for so many different things, and you have to sit there and look through every one. The description of them, who's providing them, what it's for, to see if it applies to you. You get what I'm saying? And that took that took four months to do. What you were the key word? Look. Yeah. You gotta look. You gotta look because it's it wasn't and back then. It wasn't no type in grant for going to college. It was basically. Well, no, nah, nah. Uh. Uh. And that's I, the thing about I'm it. Fifty. <laughs> well, 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 yeah. What they said. That's the thing about it. People just don't want to like I said. Have that's you know that, that accountability on them mm -hmm. and that's man I'm, I'm telling you man that's the thing about it people want stuff to fall in their lap they want stuff to fall in their lap i i, I think I, i'm a true believer most people want to work mm -hmm. i don't think most people genuinely are lazy but just go that extra step and those people that, that don't mind going the extra step and mm -hmm. being uncomfortable they get a reward for that mm -hmm. are there some people that are lucky absolutely right are there some people that always get stuff given to them absolutely but that's not a majority of the, the people that have stuff no Nah, yeah. they're not a majority of them and everything like that. You know, hell, people don't do a damn thing get stuff happen to them. Yeah. You know, just, you know. Sit, sit at home all day. Come on now. <laughs> them the ones I don't like. <laughs> nah, I'm jealous, sir. I'm I'm out here trying to get it. No, nah, yeah. And they getting checks every day for nothing. All, all the time, man. All the time. <laughs> and you know what, lad? What it, what it really comes down to, we start talking about movers and waiters. One of the, the main questions you got to ask yourself is, who do you trust? Mm. Who do you trust? Do you trust yourself or other people? Mm -hmm. get, we're going to get that disclaimer again. Ain't nothing wrong with either one. Right. But who do you trust? When we start talking about do you trust yourself, you know, will you be accountable? Mm -hmm. Like you just said, I'm doing some self-reflection and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to keep my feet on the carpet, this, that, and that. Oh, that stuff didn't happen to me, so now I got to just... Mm -hmm. This didn't work out. Now I got to go to plan B, C, D, F, whatever. Go through the whole damn alphabet if I got to. Or you're going to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Man, I could have worked a little harder. When I went out and had that drink, I could have stayed in and worked on that, did a little bit more research and everything. And that's the thing you got to kind of be on that if you trust yourself. Mm -hmm. Am I going to make the decisions to turn down fun or being comfortable as far as being uncomfortable, you know, and just work on certain things? Mm -hmm. You trust yourself. Or do you rather just put the stuff into other people? Nothing wrong with it where you sit there and say, you're not ready. You don't want to roll and carry that stress. You don't right. want to deal with that BS. I ain't That's got true. time for that. You know, I don't want to deal with that stuff and everything. 
and you you, you, you cool with other folks taking care of things. Mm-hmm. I um I can just look at it, you know, from a personal standpoint. Like in grad school, grad school, you know, when you go to uh, go in most NBA programs now in grad school, they're group based. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, sometimes you get in a group, you like shit. I gotta just okay, let me go on and get the keys and drive the car and, and, and disseminate. Right. And I've been in some groups like I'm in there with three alphas. Look, shit. Hey, bro, you straight. Right. I'm cool. I be Indian. You the right. chief. Right. And that's the look. I let him carry that stress. Right. Let him do the schedule. Let him do the delegating and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Just tell him what you do. Figure out what we're going to sell, yeah. how we're going to sell it. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, I, and I'm fully supportive of it. Yeah. That's why I say there's nothing wrong with either way. Yeah. I've everything. done that in, in the groups before, too. Like when we were selling stuff in, in the NBA program, and they was like, and the guy, he just wanted to show him he was the boss. I'm like, okay, cool. You the CEO. We're going to, you know, you know how you break down that structure? Mm-hmm. It's this your, this your, this your bus. I'm a, I'm a passenger. You drive this. I'm good because I got. Two other courses over here. I gotta, I gotta try to get a get a scene to maintain this grant anyway. So you take this stress, and I will do this stress over here. You know, and, and, and I really got. I don't know if it's natural people. Sometimes I, I, I got really that ingrained to me in the military. Most time you get all kind of different leadership. People don't really care too much. You know, if it's a female, their sexual preference, their age, or anything like that. You just want a solid leader. Yeah, that's it. I mean, somebody will call the army ate up. They all got the stuff messed up and everything indecisive. Don't I do stuff? Now you're like, this some bull. I don't want to deal with everything like that. Right. But if you know how to sit there and just roll. And you delegated and it's good. All right. Cool, Sarge. <laughs> all right. And, and, and we roll from now. And that's why I said I think you just got to ask that question who you trust, you or other people. Right. And I think when you can be honest with yourself with that, I think you'll be okay. Can this change live host by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Uh, tonight's show we're talking about, are you still waiting on another stimulus check? And I know that title get everybody kind of a little – shook and everything and they, and they did what it's supposed to do kind of got everybody wondering but it's really just an open discussion about how you feel about waiting or either creating certain opportunities in your life and i want to start around the kind of wrapping everything up we start looking at you know the certain expectations you can have either way and the first one being you know can you being realistic we start talking about the self-check self-assessment can you really make things happen mm-hmm. can you really make things happen like to your question like do people feel like they actually are movers, they not necessarily quote unquote are moving and everything. They they actually jogging in place, running in a, in a hamster wheel. Can you make things happen? Mm-hmm. Do you know you you know that type of person you can do that? Right. You know if you sit here and say, okay, man, ain't nobody taking your ass serious, or you just be like, man, I I, I feel like jogging. I don't went and bought some some a waist trainer. I don't bought some uh some tea. I don't got some leotards and all this kind of stuff. Got a right. trainer. And like this, I ain't finna do this. Right. <laughs> I ain't finna do it. You know, can you really make things happen? Do you feel the government, you know, sometimes, you know, has some kind of obligation mm. to take care of you, to take care of you and stuff like that? I think that ties into them taxes. A lot of people don't understand they have to get their own um, They can't wait on nobody else to uh, give them I think I think most people. Like I said, I think the vast majority of people will do it. The thing comes up is that, you know, again, I, I really, I, I truly believe that most folks will, hey, I'm going to go out here and work, I'm going to get a job. The question you ask yourself, if the job wasn't there, would you go out and cut grass? Right. Would you go out there, you know, and sell a place out of the back of your house? Would you go out there and watch cars? Would you do, do what, what do, was necessary? Yeah. Are you that stuff from a humility standpoint to do that? Hey, I got to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why I sit there and wonder, like, because like I said, people work and everything. People, mm-hmm. I, I really do feel that way. But in terms of, you know, you going to work and you actually being resilient enough to say, I'm going to make things happen, two whole different things. Mm-hmm. Two whole different things and stuff like that. And like I said, again, I, I, don't, I don't never want to promote in terms of being negative. But I do think we're in, what we're going to be seeing and observing the experience over the next couple of months a lot of things are going to be changing. Right. A lot of industries will be changing. Even I'm sitting here looking at it today, even with, with the virtual town town uh, town hall with the teachers. Well, I'm looking at it. Okay, if a teacher can sit here at home mm-hmm. and instruct my child virtually, do we need five teachers for each grade? Mm. Right. Do we need them? Mm. Can we do? Instead of one teacher with a working with twenty kids, mm-hmm. can we get two for fifty? Right. Do we need a school building? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying when these questions come up, they're actually running the bus routes. The bus routes, you go to the bus route in the morning and pick up your kids lunch, breakfast and lunch. Mm. Really? Yeah. So that's what's going on now. So, so the bus routes is not carrying kids; they're carrying food. They carrying food. Okay. <laughs> I get them made for Pippin. Uh, hey, but I I say this to say now we starting back to reflect. Do we need all that? Right. And now we start doing that, and that's really I think to help the bus drivers stay employed. Mm-hmm. So now we sit there like, damn, hell, we can outsource that to Lab. Lab got a company that'll do that same thing. At a fraction of the cost, we cut him a check. We ain't got to pay him no health care. Mm-hmm. No health care for him. No insurance for him and his bus and his and his crew because that comes out the, the monthly fee that we paying. Absolutely. Oh, but, uh, yeah, you know, on the uh, speaking of the Mike show, they talked about kids going back to play sports, uh-huh. football, and stuff like that, and how some people wanted them to go back and some people didn't want them to go back and how it was sacrificing the kid's career if they went back and caught this and got sick and things like that of that nature trying to figure out um how to pivot on that well kids that go back you know for the sports He won't be that high. Make a lot of sense, but I'm telling you, so I heard Tucker High School coach talk the other night. He said something. He said something that just to that argument that made perfect sense and uh, something I hadn't even thought about. Everything trickled down mm-hmm. from the NFL, college to high school. So just to that point. Say if your child, this your child's senior year, mm-hmm. and this is the opportunity to go to college. If they stop it, they've stopped what? College and everything. Mm-hmm. So now what happens? That kid that was in college, he gets what? A whole nother damn year. Right. So your child still ain't going to have it any damn way. Right. Because the child that was in college, he got another year. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity that you feel like he missing, he ain't going to get any damn way because they're going to get a redo. Right. You feel me? Right, right. So I don't think it's going to work for no damn body. <laughs> right. You know, and everything. And I thought about that because at the end of the day, 
if if the season gets suspended at the collegiate level, they're going to give that kid what? Another year. Another year. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they only have so many. So your child ain't going to get it any damn way. Right. Or they got to do some kind of redo. Mm-hmm. And I had never thought about it like that. Mm. It's trickled down. Right. So. The spot that you your kid will get is going to be filled anyway because that other yeah. kid's second a year. And, 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 I, and I'm kind of uh, in between because my son is a. Uh, he plays high school football. He's been going to practice, and they're just doing a social distance. Nobody's touching. And everybody's waiting for uh, Georgia High School Association to announce what they're going to do or not. So nothing being cut in stone. Um, I also had a child that graduated this year. That was a decent track runner. He couldn't run track this year. Mm-hmm. He, he did okay last year, not to warrant. I think he could have actually uh, competed mm-hmm. and got scholarships for track this year. Right. But he wasn't able to do it. And we had to pivot and go somewhere else with that, you know, in terms of him going in the uh, military and everything. But that's just life with pivoting. Right. Um, you got to ask yourself a couple questions like, okay, uh, is their health warranted and everything like that? But also, again, like, you know, the the thing you think you're missing out on, you don't know if you're going to have it anyway. Right. Like, I'm just saying that if they don't have it, what you going to do? They're gonna get another redo. Mm-hmm. Your child ain't gonna get it anyway. Right. You know that, that that's just one of the things I don't think really people really look at it and everything. Um, one thing that I, I just look at with my baby boy, and it kind of be bothering me because now he ain't in school, but he about to lose his damn mind because he has no kind of socialization. Mm-hmm. He has no kind of socialization. Playing with kids, doing this kind of stuff. I mean, he's Nickelodeon out. He's YouTube out. Mm-hmm. You know, I done caught him a couple times. He done damn, you know, manifested a lifetime. <laughs> what? <laughs> he watching Lifetime. <laughs> so I say, I say this to say that I, uh, we all gonna be uncomfortable, right? Uh, and I, I hear guys saying that, but. I just think people, they, they, it, 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 if, if it comes down to it, it they're not going to have any kind of decision in it. Because mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if it comes down to, if it's, number one, you don't know if it's going to be available. Right. But if it comes down to, because you've seen all the, most of the collegiate, you've seen right now, um, SWAC, SIH, all these different, especially a lot of smaller schools, HBCU, they've counseled it. Mm-hmm. No sports this fall, right? Right. And so by NCAA, they're going to do what? Give them what? Hardships mm-hmm. to get again. So they still going to have what? Opportunity to what? Do it again. Right. So your, your child is not going to get that anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So the thing that you think you, you know, fighting for, hell, it ain't going to be there any damn way. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's going to be funny. It's going to be funny. Again, it's going to come down to a real decision on something you really don't, you really going to have too much say so on. Right. And I don't think people, when I heard the guy say that, I hadn't thought about that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think most people think about that and everything in terms of what you're saying, hey, I got to do this, there's a chance that another kid can come out and everything like that. It might ain't come to, you had that damn decision. Right. You know, because your child done graduated. You know, damn well, you know, again, if they say they can't do it, they, they out of high school. They out of high school, they've graduated. It's just one of the unfortunate things. Mm-hmm. Do I wish my son could go back and ran track this year? We worked a lot this summer, this offseason stuff to do that, and it ain't there. What can I say? Right. 
What can I say? Right. I don't think I can say him, to be honest with you. When I want him to bust his tail in 11th grade, and he was sitting there, make, well, I'll get it next year. Right. It kind of, you reflect on, you don't necessarily know if that's going to happen. Right. And so, I, I hear the argument, but the only thing about it, you just don't know if you're going to have that option. And everything like that and stuff. So that's the thing about that. And um, I'm more so kind of look at it because at the end of the day, I don't know if they're going to have high school football. You don't think so? I, I really don't know. I don't say I don't think so. I just don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, they still debating on it. They have not laid exactly. the shit out concrete yet. Yeah, right. And I think those uh, Paulding County schools, Cherokee County schools, that's a damn placebo that's messing up. Where it's going to say, well, look. Well, that's everywhere. Yeah. Mm. So now you're sitting there because, well, let's be realistic. There is no social distancing in football. There's no social distancing in basketball. And there, exactly. So you're predicating. I just thought about just playing sports my whole life. Isn't that to blow snot on the field, mm. spit on the field, sweating, pores open, coughing at the bottom of a pile? Exactly. We already we, we, we know about being asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. So even if he don't have a fever or another child have a fever, that doesn't mean it. So all this stuff is going on. I don't know, man. Mm. I don't know. And so, again, I just think that you just, it's very important to have them plan B, C, D, and all that kind of stuff together. Because mm-hmm. you're making plans on that and everything. I hear like, well, that shot, again, the actual opportunities you think going to be there probably ain't going to be there. Because right. I can see at the collegiate level, them getting a second chance, whereas high school they're not going to do that. Okay. I don't see that. I see the colleges sitting there saying the kids can have another year mm-hmm. to do that. Oh, you're going to get that in high school. And it's just going to be kind of like Limbo. get in where you fit in. Right. Get in where you fit in. They may have a suspense thing that, hey, your child was a senior. We maybe can hold them up. But these kids here got to get channeled in. Mm-hmm. You may have some seniors this year in college that will probably get a chance to do stuff over. And they may, you know, hey, get them opportunity, the ones that want to stay and do it over, and they want to go in the draft, I'll probably merit they had up previous years. But I think all kids that are in uh, college, to be honest with you, they're going to get opportunity to do over. Mm. I, I, I really feel that way. Because you get hardships all the time. And I think it's going to be an exception. But they ain't going to do that from the high school level. Right. So, like I said, that, 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 I don't necessarily know if that's an option you can control. Just something to think on. You know, with that and everything. And I don't think most people, when that, bro- when that brother said that, I said, damn, I thought about that. I said, look, man, you you don't know if that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, because they can't do it. I mean, look how many programs, even the major programs now, they're, they're, they've canceled a lot of their out-of-conference games. Mm-hmm. The SEC hasn't done it, but the Big Ten has done it. It's another major Power Five. I think two Power Five conferences have canceled all out-of-conference schedule games. So, again, the next move would be, like, well, we're going to suspend it this year. Everybody practicing. Mm-hmm. But the hammer ain't came down yet. Right. But they're going to give them another opportunity. Mm. So, typically, you, you allotted, you know, on average, what, 20 to 25 scholarships each year. That's every school, which ain't a lot. Mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily know them opportunities going to be there. Yeah. And everything. But go back to what I say again. You better control your controllables. <laughs> right. You know, work on a chess game. Work on the ping pong game. <laughs> Work on his academics. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, even with the academics lab, we talk about it's good grades. Good grades can get you in college, but good grades usually get you accepted. Right. And that's it. Like you just said, it's a reason why you would all, you as studious as you were, 
You still were what? Looking for grant money. Right. You know, you look for grant money. Good grades get you. You you can't get in. I don't think you can get in UGA as a student with less than a three five GPA. Right. So again, that's gonna get you accepted. Ain't nobody said a damn thing about paying. Pay forward. And we start talking about what hope and all this other kind of stuff. Like, okay, it's it's gonna pay for so much. Right. So again, you know, let's. It is what it is, mm-hmm. and everything like that. You know, athletics get chill. Athletics exp- uh, give you more opportunities mm-hmm. than just being a regular student. My son, my older son, was a great student. He had a three five GPA, but would he have gotten to Vanderbilt? You know, as a regular student, right. more than likely not. Right now, right. the degree is the degree, right, and everything like that. But he had offers from every Ivy League school, the Dartmouth, Princeton, Yale, Brown, all of them. Would he have got as a regular student? No, nope. but because he had <laughs> quote unquote good grades and he played football good, that was allocated to him. Right. And so again, we can work on academics, but again, it still come down to the money. Mm-hmm. Still come down to it. So. Uh, I think people just have to be realistic about that kind of stuff and everything. And the question you ask yourself again, and it's not a bad thing, and I, I keep in this disclaimer, but at the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, are you comfortable with other people controlling your destiny? Mm-hmm. Now, your destiny, we ain't got to sit here and look at it, you know, okay, that you feel like, okay, I'm not trying to do anything with my life. But we all, to some point or another, got something that can affect it right and you gotta sit here and be realistic what you can and can't pivot on mm-hmm. you know and everything like that you say well look i'm gonna do this i'm gonna work hard i mean the government keeping the post office open right could we use ups and fedex probably more cheaper probably, probably. so i mean let's let, let's be real they probably- about the post office now ain't gonna do letters no more after a while they gonna just be a same competition as as ups and fedex Delivering packages. And that's gonna go along as the government kind of restrict or hold them up. Right. Because it because it's during the pandemic, people ordering stuff online. They ain't going to the store. They ordering online and getting it there. Right. And, and Amazon gonna find some down way to take their ass out. They doing they, they doing <laughs> it already. They slowly doing it with all their trucks with the smile on the side of it. Let me tell you something. The other morning, man, I was coming from the salon and dropped some toiletries off. I don't know if it's a hub over there or something over there on Roosevelt Highway, but I seen down four or five damn Amazon trucks going different ways. Roosevelt Highway. Oh, yeah, it's a Amazon building over there. Okay, okay, so that explains it. But my whole point just it's a, it's a, um, a hub over there. It's a hub over there. Okay, but see, even with that said, hey, you got all these damn, you know, they making these deliveries and stuff like that. Look how much they done cut out the middleman. Mm-hmm. Look how much they've cut it out. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got the whole control of their whole supply chain. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying, why we got to do this? Why we got to do that? From, and, from and, and store to door. Exactly. Exactly. And now it's just a matter of them, you know, they take over the door dashes. They mm-hmm. take over the grub hubs and stuff like that. It's just, you know, it is what it is. You know, that's the thing we got to sit here and be realistic about. Right. Go back to that video. We're going to need two things, thinkers and fixers. <laughs> thinkers and fixers. Thinkers and fixers. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Some folks self-driven. Some folks move on their own. And some folks, you know, hey, they have to get uncomfortable. I get, like I said, get a, a, a file lit up on them. And some folks, when they feel down and stuff like that, they just lay in the bed. Mm-hmm. They lay in the bed. You know, again, when you have uh, change 
doesn't necessarily always have a positive reaction with some people. Mm-hmm. Some people get disgruntled. Some people quit. Some people get, you know, everybody don't necessarily move in a positive way when things get bad for them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, it is what it is. And that's why I kind of want to have these discussions because it's easy for me to blame you to look on me, you know, then look at myself and mm-hmm. say, well, damn, man, I got to start over. Mm-hmm. Got to go back to school. Got to do a career change. Been doing this stuff for years. Now I got to do something different. It's easy for me to blame you. Right. And sit here instead of doing that, instead of just stopping. And look, my way of doing things for the past 20 years is over. I might got to do something different. Right. I might got to start this landscaping company. I might got to start painting. I might got to start doing this, that, and that. I might got to start selling plates. Mm-hmm. The who? Saturday, August 8th. The PPP uh, uh, loan stops August 8th. August 8th. They may extend it, you know, with, with anything with a new stimulus program, but August 8th is going to be the last date. Again, subscribe to Mr. YouTube, uh, Mr. Short Doll on YouTube. Uh, all this information I put, the, the, the deadlines. That was a video. That matter of fact, that was the first video I did by 1 o'clock this morning. I think it opened up at 7. Mm-hmm. The, just reiterate everybody, the deadline is August, August 8th. 8th. Yeah. This Saturday. Uh, yeah, no, I think they. I they, think she well, said November, uh, October, November. That's what I heard on M- NPR. Well, they're doing. They're doing it now. Uh-huh. Uh, the issue's gonna come up. They're gonna start back, especially when you start going back in the next tax season. Mm-hmm. That you got this money and everything. What? Well, where's the business? What? Did, what happened with it? Mm-hmm. What did you do with it? And everything. All that stuff gonna be tied back in together. That tax ID number. You know, it's gonna. You, you gonna have to. You know, get on the carpet for that and everything too. So, they ain't scared nobody. They just be honest with people and everything. So. Again, I just want everybody to kind of, you know, what I want you to pull from this show is kind of self-reflect and think about how you are, how, you know, the world revolves around you and how you interact with the world. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not to make you change and do things differently, but just be honest with yourself. Are you cool with how things can be? Because the government can keep putting Band-Aids and this and helping and doing this, that, and that. But, yeah, they're going to run out of options eventually. Eventually. They're going to run out of options. You know, we can do this, we can do that, we can help people with this and help people with that. But, again, you know, we talk about this all the time, technology and innovation. Mm-hmm. It's going to change it. You know, I mean, damn, man, look how Zoom stock done went up. Uh-huh. Look at all this kind of stuff, man. <laughs> you know, Zoom, yard stream, and all this kind of stuff. Why you, I don't need to be dealing with all this kind of stuff and do that. You know, look at the people can sit here and get educated online, do all this other kind of stuff, work more efficiently, get all kind of stuff. I mean, it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Those, you know, the I had a me and a friend of mine. We had a we had an in depth conversation. He was real adamant that he think people still would would do workspace shift. I'm not a total. He's like, we people still can do it. People still want it. I don't agree with that. Look I don't like the. Like the we uh, work in automotive work, place like yeah, that. Yeah. Hell no, because number one, I don't think it's necessary. Well, number I mean, one, I don't think it's well. It's gonna be some entries that need it. You have those small offices where people need to get stuff notarized and stuff like that. That that'll be different. But even that is gonna change because you can DocuSign stuff now. There you go, which is a stock. About three years ago, a good friend of mine brought it to me and, and it just exploded. Uh, with doing that kind of stuff, you again. You sitting there looking at it, that's just like me being a salon owner. Hell, you might have had an option of having it open mm-hmm. or going in a certain place. 
So we start talking about that kind of stuff. Those kind of things that people are going to constantly want to deal with. Right. Because even you got to share workspace, hell, folks really don't want to go no damn well. Mm-hmm. And everything. So I just want to kind of put that challenge out to everybody. Just think about certain things. Again, we're not trying to talk about what's right or what's wrong. If you wrong, you're lazy and all this other kind of stuff. But I just want people to start being actively thinking about their personal mentality, if they're a mover or if they're a waiter, how that can negatively impact. And when I say negative, they, I don't want nobody to be hurt or be in a reactionary mode to something happening. And they're looking like, oh, Lord, my whole world finna end. Mm-hmm. I done did so much for this company. I've been doing this. It's all I know how to do. Now I can't do nothing else. I don't want people in that kind of way of thinking. Mm-hmm. you know. But, again, a lot of folks are going to be forced, and a lot of people have been forced to just stop. Look, you can't do that no more. Mm-hmm. It just ain't there. It just ain't there. You can't do it no more. It's not an option. And to be proactive with thinking, okay, look, maybe I should change. You don't have to do a whole 360 on the way you think or the way you move, but you might have do a little turn or a twist here and just, you know. Check it out. It's exactly. <laughs> and everything. So, it's, you know, as always when we talk, man, I, I appreciate all the, di- uh, the dialogue and interaction you guys have. And I appreciate you guys, you know, going to Mr. Sh- uh, Changing Lives and uh, following us and everything and stuff. So, uh, we got a great month of August planned to hear for you guys and stuff. And a lot of similar conversations about what we're talking about now in regards to what's going on in the world, how we're going to adjust to it and everything. Um, probably beginning next week, uh, had a little bump early in this week, kind of threw a little stuff off with putting some of the promos and some of the uh, the stuff out and everything. But it's right there laid out and everything. There's, of course, it's for this name, Mr. Short Dollar going to come out and everything. Oh, they'll be out this month. This month, okay. Yeah, Everything was supposed to start coming out this week. Right. But like I said, a little bump in the road, kind of threw some stuff off. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's what that's all I do. <laughs> like a like a true soldier, right. about face, <laughs> you know. But uh, as always, everybody, you know, I, I wish you guys the best of luck. You know, thanks for the support and everything. So make sure you go to Mr. Uh, Change Live, host by your truly Deontay Burton. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, to the channel. Also, go to Mr. Short Dollar where we talk about personal finance, real estate, business, and entrepreneurship. Subscribe to that channel. Look at the videos and stuff. A lot of the questions we talk about the PPP, government funding, personal finance, a lot of that information is on there. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys need to have questions about budgeting, goal setting, and stuff, go to Mr. Short Dollar. Check it out. If you got questions about, again, that video posted today about helping your child establish credit, that ain't got a damn thing to do with the pandemic and everything like that. Those are just good tips to help you. To set your child on a path when they, once they graduate high school to help them, mm-hmm. you know, gave stuff with just you know, you know, helping them, you know, you know, those those tips that I gave were helping them establish credit. I think if you practice, you know, one or two of those, you can put your child in a whole different stratosphere than if you don't even try to do this. So make sure you go to Mr. Short Dollar uh, to check out that video establishing credit for them. But also, you know, look at when we change lives. We talk about the family, uh, 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 mental health. Personal improvement, motivation, all this stuff been out, man. So keep looking for the opportunities. Keep taking care of yourself. Be safe out there. Take care of your families. Continue to grow. I love you guys. Thanks for the support, and I'll see you next week.